0: you, Um, I played tennis this morning Mm -hmm. and we played at some fairly new courts that are literally a five minute drive away from us that I did not know existed. Oh, okay. Um, And also in this park, there's a pair of hockey rinks um, Mm -hmm. and there was like, I guess like either pickup games or practice or something going on and they brought music with them. And so there was like pretty intense hockey set to the soundtrack of like ska slash reggae. Okay. Um, It was a very strange vibe this morning. I'll tell you, this is at like Uh 8.30 in the morning.
1: (laughs) Right. Yeah. COVID. Oh, okay. Yeah. Interesting.
0: I just didn't know it existed because you have to go turn left off of the the main street and drive a little bit. And it's like the park is like tucked away back
1: there. Mm -hmm.
0: So, but yeah, it was weird because they started out by playing like some really like melancholy dad rock. And I guess that was like their warm up track. And then as their game started, it turned into like a little more upbeat ska music hmm. um they had to they had to pick it up they had to pick it up yeah i just felt a little pressed right i don't yeah, i don't I really know why but i did
1: <laughs> no yeah some 830 ska is yeah, I don't know. There, there is something. There is something that's just a little off about like some like straight edge eight thirty ska. You mm-hmm. know, it's like it's like sort of like daywalker vampire kind of thing to me.
0: Mm, yeah, I don't know. And they're they're all fully decked out in their hockey gear. Mm-hmm. You know? I so wait, know.
1: So were they playing like street hockey? Like or like or was this like roller? Roller. Okay. Yeah, roller. Interesting.
0: Yeah. One guy was wearing a devil's jersey. Of course.
1: So so you were actually in a scene from Clerks, is what I'm gathering. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah, okay.
0: And then there were... So there was that happening. There was a very, very intense game of pickleball taking place near us. And I, I overheard them saying that their game started at like 6.30 this morning. And they were still going by 8 o'clock when we got there.
1: I don't get the the this new fad of the pickleball um i sort of get it because
0: it's it's even more i mean i'm okay so i really believe that anybody could play tennis i think like just like to the to the point where you know you can get the ball over in the net and have some fun um yeah. like i think it's pretty accessible yeah um pickleball is even more so right you know it's just very pick up and play um so i could see it i see the appeal it,
1: it's like ping pong but you're standing on court like the but the table.
0: It's true. Yeah, it's like oversized ping pong. It really is. And and usually when I've seen pickleball, it's the lines are just like taped on top of a tennis court, but at this park they actually had a couple of designated pickleball courts that they
1: uh installed. Mm-hmm. So I saw some very brief clips of like I guess it was professional pickleball mm-hmm. or like a tournament or something. It was on like ESPN three or some shit. Sure, and it looked like somebody's like family reunion, <laughs> where nobody was trying to win or like like score a point or like I don't know hurt anybody's feelings. Really, like, it was just At the like, pro level. Like, yeah, it, uh, yeah. Well, first of all, like they were the participants looked like they like the youngest person looked like uh, they were. Th- uh, maybe 35. That's actually and refreshing
0: because that in most sports, that's when you uh, start to think about
1: retirement. Yeah. Well, and the, the rest of the participants looked like they were um, maybe in their 60s. Okay. And so it just kind of looked like they were just trying to like get rallies going. And It looked like it would never end, and thankfully the clip did, but it didn't end with like a point or sort of anything happening. It just kind of looked like it would go on. It just looked like purgatory to me, Uh, so I don't really get the point of the professional level of pickleball. I get it for anybody going out and getting some exercise and being active. Yeah, Fine, yeah, go go for it, but at the professional level... I was quite confused. Well,
0: I just, I think that comes down to there being a level of strategy that you haven't wrapped your head.
1: I just wanted the 35 year old to just kind of slam it at this like old man's feet. Like it just, it, it, it was like why is this being televised this is just like somebody's afternoon <laughs> it was it was quite it was quite bizarre well
0: i mean sports are are pretty slow in the summer you know and before football and and basketball and hockey come back so yeah
1: but baseball's going on it is it
0: is but you know espn again, has I guess this was like yeah you know yeah this was like the ocho or whatever mm-hmm. i don't know what that means what's uh
1: espn eight the ocho from all right never mind um, did you see the, the clip from, I don't remember what tournament it was. Cause this is uh, post Wimbledon of the, uh, the tennis tournament where suddenly Cotton Eye Joe played during a point. I did see that. That's a hell of a thing. It's very good. And the players like, they just stop and are like, are you fucking serious right now? <laughs> and everybody just kind of gasps <laughs> instead of like laughing. They just like go like, Oh
0: my God. <laughs> I appreciate that though because I feel like tennis at the professional level is way too serious. It's, it's like overly it's stuck serious. Up. It's stuck yeah. up. It's lacking sportsmanship in a lot of ways. And mm-hmm. I just I don't know. I look at some of these pro tennis players and just how upset yeah. they get and I'm like, you're you're missing the bigger picture here. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like you're just way too your head's way too in this. Yeah. Like it's a beautiful day. Um you're you're getting paid I'm I'm assuming some pretty good money if you're playing you know in in one of the the major uh championships um plus the sponsorships the sponsorships it's like why are you slamming that racket you know there's just
1: no there's no need so you want them to come in with a little pickleball energy
0: yeah we need like a happy medium between um (laughs) Mm -hmm. between what you're talking about in professional pickleball and what's happening when like Djokovic loses his mind yeah
1: um loses his mind to the point where he's challenging uh points that were clearly out yeah yeah
0: yeah it's like you've got the uh replay system that is very precise mm-hmm. so like what are you trying to gain there i don't
1: know yeah anyway uh hey what's up it's thin Show, episode 89 uh i i feel i feel a little bit like cotton-eyed joe because um it's sort of like where did he come from and where did he go you know you've been uh, on the move i've been on the move and we'll continue has- to be on the move yeah yeah yeah. I'm just sort of in and out. You don't know where I am. You don't know where I'm going. Just sort of can't can't catch me kind of thing. You know, I'm too fast for pickleball is what I'm what I'm getting at. And uh, yeah. Yeah. And that is that's led me to make some just some terrible decisions. <laughs> terrible. Decisions. That's
0: a good segue. Thank you.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So I'm 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 doing a bit of traveling and that's gonna be continuing into the fall. And I'm like, you know what? Fuck it. I had been thinking about it and so I bought a new phone. You're like, my old so, phone doesn't bend in half. Yeah, exactly. What's up with that? And and so yeah, so I I, I was looking at these folding phones and I'm like, you know what? <laughs> I think that's pretty cool. <laughs> I think that's pretty cool. <laughs> so i want one of those to be fair and i
0: i saw this uh for you know in person the other day and it, it is a pretty cool device
1: it is pretty cool yeah and yeah so i did it i pulled the trigger and it was partially due to boredom but also partially i should have purchased it before the last trip i was on uh because i could have really fucking used it <laughs> <laughs> when, when you don't have wi-fi and you have a 5g phone uh, you could really use a 5g phone that can turn into a, a tablet. Let me tell you. Um, but yeah, I bought a pixel fold and, uh, it's quite cool. And no, I've heard it's, um, it's
0: quite hot actually.
1: It, it did overheat on me once. Yeah. That was a little stressful. Um, so I, yeah, I, I, I went to the doctor that was, a, it was a little bit of a drive. So I had, um, the device out and folded on its new mount in my car. In my car, the the hunk of bolts that I drive uh, does not have air conditioning. And it wasn't a particularly hot day, but it was, you know, it's still August. And so I had that out, I had the map going, I had it at full brightness uh, so I could see it for, for, you know, the sun glare. And uh, I had some music going. Um, and I figured this would be fine, you know, because uh, I've had phones in that similar conditions before. Uh, but on, on my way back home, it was a little warmer than the, the drive to the doctor. And uh, I'd lost music for like suddenly. And uh, I had to wait till I got to a red light to see what was going on. And uh, Tidal t- was telling me that uh, it lost connection. I was like, oh, that's kind of weird. I'm like still kind of basically in civilization. And then I look at the top and then like, I I don't have 5G. And I'm like, oh, that's kind of weird. But I I, I didn't even have any cell or any data service. And then I look and see, and then the phone says, uh, phone overheated, some features have been turned off. (laughs) And so the features that were turned off was data service. Uh, But my map was still going, which I appreciated because I had no idea where the fuck I was going. so, yeah, that that was that's been the main issue that I've run into so far, aside from some software like little like quibbles that I have. Um, How concerned are you
0: about the overheating?
1: Not very, um, mostly because I shouldn't be in that situation super often. I mean, but also, I, I don't know, though, because like I get that your car doesn't have AC, but like also
0: it wasn't really that hot of a day.
1: It wasn't that hot of a day. Um, But I also had it mounted. So the mount that I have on is um, a wireless charging mount. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. And so that wireless charging works by like magnetic induction, which is heat. That's Um, true. So uh, I was basically causing it to be in the worst case situation.
0: You were stress testing it. Pretty much. Inadvertently. Yeah.
1: (laughs) inadvertently um but i've also heard that um the newer version of android that's rolling out uh solves the overheating issues that the phone has run into and some of the battery issues that people have had with it oh excellent um and so i've actually updated to the beta version to get that early um and uh actually my battery has already improved since i've done that so um yeah i'm not super concerned about that um Being the paranoid person I am, I am a little worried about the screen like nothing has actually happened that has actually made me worried about the inner screen that folds Um, like it comes with its own screen protector on there. And you're not supposed to take that off. And that's just supposed to be how the phone is. And, you know, um, but just, you know, oh, if something happens, you know what, you know, so I'm going to get it insured and, you know. Um, But yeah, like I've bought a a slightly thicker case than I usually have on my phones and I put a screen protector on the the front screen and I even bought a screen protector for the cameras on the back. Like I'm just like making sure nothing happens to this thing. Makes sense Um, given the
0: cost and also given the fact that it's a first generation device.
1: Yeah, yeah. It's a first-generation device, but like, it's using the screen technology and the hinge technology that has like is basically like five generations in at this point. Yeah, because it's like Samsung's shit, and Samsung is five generations deep at this point. Um, like, it's it's literally a Samsung screen, um, and it's the Samsung. It's basically a Samsung hinge, and uh, yeah, they've they've made five versions of this already, and. Um, so like the first generations, like where you could like really fucking see the crease. I was like, oh, that's cool. But like, I definitely want a version where, you know, we're further along and you don't really notice it. Yeah. And looking head on at it and actually using it, I really don't see it. Um, if you're looking at a weird angle, like my brother was whenever I was using it and he came up like on the side, he was like, oh, hey, does the crease bother you? I was like, no, (laughs) He was like, I don't really see it. And he's like, oh, yeah, I guess you don't whenever you're looking head on. And it's true. You really don't. Uh, In like direct sunlight, you you kind of do. But again, you don't go outside. I don't go outside. But that's like so situational. Yeah. And how how often like if I'm outside, am I actually going to be like using the full folded out screen as opposed to just the front screen to look at something briefly? You know, et cetera, et cetera. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, uh, I'm enjoying it a lot so far. Uh, I I think it will be handy like on these upcoming uh, plane trips where I can just like if I'm as I'm waiting for the flight instead of like pulling out my Kindle, I can just pull out the Kindle app and then like start reading a book for a few minutes um because i like the way that it separates pages onto each side of the screen i think that's quite cool because it's it's very much book form factor Mm -hmm. which uh i like more than the samsung uh much more narrow layout of their uh folding screens so um yeah i'm i'm really into it so far uh like the the one thing that like has bothered a lot of people is that if an app doesn't have a tablet layout it will only uh, display on one side of the screen or the other. And you could sort of toggle which side you want it to be on, or you can have it be in the middle, but then it's like a pillar box with black bars on either side or like one side or the other. And this doesn't bother me a whole lot, mostly because you still get a bigger view than you would on the front screen, Uh, because the front screen is smaller than most phones come now. It's like a 5.2 inch screen. So like, and then I knew this was going to be the case. So it's like not like a surprise, you know? And uh, yeah, it it doesn't really bother me. Um, And also because you could rotate the display to be portrait and then you get a full screen layout. It's like kind of weird how that happens. It's like, well, why wouldn't it sort of stretch in the main view? Mm -hmm. Like, why does it stretch when you rotate it? So you can just sort of get around some of the um, little quirks like that, so.
0: Is Apple making a foldable phone? Uh, I don't know. I haven't really heard rumors of it. Because like just thinking about, you know, what you just said with compatibility with Android apps, I mean, an Apple foldable utilizing like, you know, like an iPad-esque interface and, and you know, being able to use like all the iPad versions of apps, that would be like a home run for them, mm-hmm. you know?
1: Oh, yeah, for sure. Um, I, I feel like if they were to do it, it would probably still be a few generations off. Yeah. Only because... Like, they don't want, like, when they want somebody to buy a product, they don't want them to have any kind of issues whatsoever, like, using it or, like, uh, like for, like, something to, like, just pop up and it's, like, day-to-day use. Yeah, there
0: can't be friction.
1: Yeah. So, the fact that, like, these inner displays are still, kind like, kind of fragile, I feel like would be a recipe for disaster for, like, a user base that is just so used to buying an iPhone and for everything to just sort of work flawlessly and for there to be never be an issue unless you like drop it drop it you know
0: yeah that's a really good point. um yeah so and they're gonna like, hold like, out until the technology meets their standard basically
1: probably like look at the response to their fucking headset thing you know and just how out there of a product that is and even people that are like diehard apple people are like well who the hell is gonna buy this even though that thing is like a whole ass computer that you attach to your face mm-hmm. so yeah I, I yeah I think they'd probably still be a few generations off um but yeah I'm into it we'll see how uh the long-term uh, usability continues
0: yeah I'd be very curious for you to uh come back to this like in the near future mm-hmm. you know give like more of a like a month in update or you know a few months just to see if anything yeah. has changed on your end or improvements even with like updates and stuff yeah for sure
1: yeah um uh, next up, we got some we got some craziness. So let me play a little Mountains of Madness. Mountains of Madness. Excellent. So it's been a little bit, but I figured it's a perfect time to check in with QAnon. Is it? <laughs> yeah. Specifically, the QAnon faction that believes that uh, JFK is still alive. Or that he's been resurrected. I think the last time we talked about them, they were in Dallas waiting for him to show up. They were just kind of sitting around, just sort of waiting.
0: He didn't show up, did he?
1: He did not show up. Uh, they didn't seem to mind. They thought it was they thought it was fine.
0: <laughs> and he didn't show <laughs> up, even
1: though that was kind of the... The whole point. <laughs> kind of the point, Yeah. I just, like, um, I felt kind of bad
0: for them only because, like, this happened on, like, a Saturday, I think, or something. It's like, man, you're really... That's how you're spending your weekend? I mean, no judgment or anything, but, like, you know, those are precious hours.
1: (laughs) Well, some of them, like, moved down there to be like, well, maybe it's not going to be this weekend, but it might be the next one. Mm. And so we'll just sort of wait around for him to show up.
0: So is the math not perfect? Is there some, you know, room for error there? Like, what's what's the rationale?
1: I think... I think that's probably the case because, as we discussed previously, they're using their own version of Jewish numerology, which seems which seems odd because they're more often than not deeply anti-Semitic. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, they're using gematria, uh, which we've discussed previously, to just sort of come up with their own sort of dates and you know signals. They call them decodes about when things will happen or like just sort of connections between events and people that just sort of make up their own mythology. And so the leader of that sort of faction, uh, he beefed it in June. He died.
0: Oh, is that what that means? And
1: <laughs> what? That he beefed it? Yeah. I
0: wasn't familiar. I wasn't so familiar died. with the phrase. Okay. He died. Yes.
1: Yeah. Well, so do you want to know how he died? Sure. He died uh, after sustaining blunt force trauma in, in like multiple locations from a dirt bike accident.
0: What do you mean multiple? Loca- so there are multiple dirt bike accidents?
1: No, multiple, like multiple injuries.
0: Oh, oh, locations on the body.
1: Yeah. Got it. After he, quote, lost control of his dirt bike. So he beefed it, is my point. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, that's that's tragic. Is it? Sure. <laughs> So, yeah, so he's he's out of the picture and taking his place as the leader of the JFK QAnon cult is supposedly a 13 year old girl.
0: Is, is this the storyline in Game of Thrones where like the one house was like decimated and so they had to be led by like Bella Ramsey?
1: <laughs> yeah, kind of.
0: Right. Remember that?
1: Yeah. 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 If if Bella Ramsey... Was known as Tiny Teflon.
0: Oh, okay. Uh-huh. I'm I'm fa- I'm very much fascinated. Uh
1: huh. Yeah. So so the QAnon people they all like talk through te- like the app Telegram, which is like Discord. If you have brain damage, like well more more brain damage than when you're on Discord. But yeah, I was
0: gonna say uh, we're on Discord. So <laughs> yeah, yeah, I
1: know. Uh, so she's sort of just like took over the telegram channel that uh the previous dude michael protzman was running and she just like sort of gives these like sermons and conducts live streams about like the codes and the numbers that she's like triangulating she sounds like uh, a swifty no yeah it's very similar it's very similar which is why i bring that up a lot (laughs) to you (laughs) whenever they start talking about how it's it's 13 and it's october so that means that taylor swift's got to take a shit
0: well okay well that's uncalled for but also um there's a big difference here because one is just fun games where people are tracking you know what their favorite artist is going to do next and this is like dangerous cult-like behavior that has like brainwashed a Uh bunch of people so Uh just to make that clarification yeah
1: totally different thing Uh uh-huh totally different yeah and uh did you see well you, you saw the footage from the jersey shore though right the tv show no 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 Taylor Swift, was that all fun and games?
0: Are you talking about when she tried to attend uh, the wedding of Margaret Wally and Jack Antonoff?
1: Yeah, people tried to break down the door.
0: Yeah, that's very bad. Yeah, was that fun and games? No, that's not what I was referencing. I was just talking yeah. about people and their little fan theories online. Um, <laughs> actual stalking and harassment is is a whole other <laughs> story. Yeah. Really don't like that. But
1: Anyway, <laughs> tiny Teflon. So she gives these sermons and apparently there's like tens of thousands of people in these in these little chats. And her thing is that she's now saying that she wants to get more kids involved and teach them how to share these codes and teach them what she knows. And it's like, first of all, is this really even a kid doing this or is this? Uh, I'm getting this from Vice and it says that like, you know, her mother is also in the cult and her mother is in the telegram, uh, as Teflon Don, which is also a nickname for Donald Trump, which is where the Teflon Tina or tiny Tina or whatever the fuck her name is. That's from Borderlands, isn't it? Mm -hmm. Tiny Teflon. Uh, so it's like how much of this is the parents, the mom? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. It's like, it's being a stage mom, but for what is like gets closer and closer to a death cult like each time you hear about it you know mm-hmm. and it's it's like really it's really easy like it it's a lot of times with like religious movements or cults or whatever to prop up a child as sort of like a messiah figure you know mm-hmm. it's like like the, the the innocent of 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 children right it's like they have this innate uh knowledge and innocence that we lose as adults Is like this sort of uh, it's a very Gnostic sort of uh, ideal. And it's definitely preying on a type of brain damage that is clearly working for this, for this like sect of QAnon. It's just wild to me. And there's a lot of quotes in here from like people praising this child in the chat saying, like, yeah, we love you. Like, thank you for all the work that you're doing. Um, like, I wish my daughter was just like you, just like shit like this. Mm -hmm. And it's just, it's just wild. It's
0: a shame too, because, um, you know, that, that 13 year old really is so heavily influenced by her, you know, family and surroundings and things she's, you know, reading online and all that, um, didn't stand much of a chance here. Uh, you know, Mm Mm-hmm. Um, cause that's obviously a very, I don't know, it's an age where you're easily influenced too. Like, like, like everything you're saying is true about propping up and, you know, this type of like ideal around a kid, but also a kid is very easy to control.
1: Oh yeah. Yeah.
0: So there's that angle too. Um,
1: right. It's like the, um. I feel like nobody watched that show, but uh, the that first season of Perry Mason.
0: Oh, I think, pl- I think plenty of people watch that
1: show. I, I, I feel, yeah, who knows? Yeah, uh, but yeah. but uh, what uh, Tatiana Maslany, her character, uh-huh. who was brought up in the uh, brought up in that church as like the uh, the faith healer kind of thing, mm-hmm. as like a child, and then she became like the, the the spiritual leader of the that that church, right? It's like a, a that, but if you believe that JFK is still alive. <laughs> I don't know. It's just so it's just so weird. Like you kind of like stop hearing about this kind of shit for a while. And then like you get a reminder that these people are just still out there just like in their like own little underground group chats.
0: Well, every time you bring up something like this, even like something adjacent to a story like this, it's it's always vice on the scene.
1: It is. Yeah. It
0: feels like they're the the main uh, the main investigative uh, publication on the case here yeah and they have been for a long weird. time
1: i felt weird about using this source because they're like bankrupt and they fired most of their staff and
0: i was gonna say uh, I, I was actually sort of surprised to their, that they're still going yeah
1: yeah they're not paying severance to their writers and uh yeah yeah but then i was like well this was written by a person and they worked hard to write it so are we sure <laughs> like, okay. though because yes okay yes all right yes. i just needed to
0: double check <laughs>
1: yes no, it's actually a, a reported piece. It's not like AI spit out. Good, know. good. Believe me, I can I can tell the difference. Yes, um, but yeah, just just weird shit. I, I, I doubt this is the last we're going to hear about Tiny Teflon.
0: You got it right that time. Uh,
1: I did get it right that time, but um, so just so weird.
0: Can I ask, so this child, and I really stress the word child here. Yes, um, yeah, yeah. So I, I actually like that they go by a, a nickname like that. Is it is the child's actual identity still not out there, I'm hoping? N- not known. It's not known. Good. That not is known. crucial because um, if she's able to get away from all this and wants to lead a normal life later on um that's really beneficial because then this won't you know follow her around for the rest of her life
1: yeah uh she was seen at a trump rally i think um yeah in in late july Mm -hmm. in erie pennsylvania uh where Connor mcdavid played
0: (laughs) yes fun
1: fact. (laughs) uh yeah she was seen there with with the the jfk cult um so I guess people know what she looks like. And whenever it says uh, live streaming in the Telegram, uh, to me, that's I, I'm not sure if that is. I don't know if Telegram has like video streaming or if that's audio streaming uh, on my end that I, I'm, I'm not sure because I don't know how Telegram works. I don't I don't use that fucking shit. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, very strange, very creepy like whenever whenever they say that she wants to bring in more kids to me that that that's like a parent talking that's like an adult talking through the kid right
0: what is this child not thinking about the uh, demographics of the movement and the you know how to like maximize their uh, <laughs> the future? Yeah
1: yeah yeah, I don't think they're talking like thinking about the best marketing strategies to grow a uh, religious movement.
0: I mean, hey, kids yeah. are smart, but also if a kid was smart, that kid wouldn't be the leader of QAnon. So, you know.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: I think your theory uh, rings true there. I think there is uh, sort of a puppet master behind this whole
1: thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's so weird. Very strange. Um, moving on. Uh, We got some worse beats, Uh, you know, because I do I do a lot of research for various things. Sometimes I just I just find a fun Wikipedia page. Um, And so uh, did you know that uh, (laughs) in the in the very immediate aftermath of 9-11 that uh, Clear Channel, which is now known as iHeartMedia, which is the largest owner of radio stations in the u.s uh put out a list of songs that they said that like hey we you guys probably shouldn't play these um and that list is like known. You know, I did hear
0: something about this uh, once, but I didn't look too too uh, closely into it. Um, as I'm sure you definitely have. So, uh huh. Now, d- when you say the immediate aftermath of nine eleven, do you know like how immediate? Like, is this September twelfth? This list is being
1: published. Like, this is like in the following days. Okay, okay, so like, not too far. Like off. immediately. Yeah, yeah. Like there's still smoke. Like this is like right, right, right. Um, I feel I. I feel bad. No, I'm not gonna play the theme because I. I <laughs> no, we can just like
0: I dive into like the. Yeah, we can dive yeah. into the the yeah. heart of it here. Um, um.
1: So some of these are just like strange to me, and so I, I feel like this will be fun to just kind of go through. Will it? Um, yeah, I <laughs> is really fun do. the correct word. Yeah, I think it is. I think it is. <laughs> okay. Um. So this is on the Wikipedia page. Uh, for the Clear Channel Memorandum. Uh, The Clear Channel Memorandum contains songs that in their titles or lyrics vaguely refer to open subjects intertwined with the September 11th attacks, such as airplanes, collisions, death, conflict, violence, explosions, the month of September and New York City, as well as general concepts that could be connected to the aspects of the attacks such as the sky falling and weapons. There's that that one
0: Green Day song. Or no, that hadn't come out yet. That was on American Idiot.
1: Right. Also included under the ban were several happy and celebratory songs, as Clear Channel believed playing joyful music in the aftermath of the attacks was inappropriate. Oh, that's a choice. That's a choice. So you can't play the miserable shit and you can't play the happy shit. What the fuck are we listening to?
0: Dead air.
1: Yeah. What are we listening to? But no, you can't say dead air either because that's death. Oh, God. Yeah. What's on the air? What are we doing? So we have the list um, and it's in alphabetical order. And because it's in alphabetical order, it starts with three doors down. Uh, three Doors Down song Duck and Run. Okay. Uh, I'm not very familiar, but I it mean makes sense.
0: the whole okay, it's it's metaphorical, right? I mean it's Of course
1: it is. All yeah. right. Yeah. Uh we got 311 down, which I know the song. I don't think it's about it's like a it's like a fucking reggae jam. Mm-hmm. Like I'm, I'm very familiar very yeah. familiar
0: with those. Um I
1: <laughs> um ACDC. We got a, we basically got all of their main songs. Uh Dirty Deeds Done Dirt Cheap, Hell's Bells, Highway to Hell. Uh they apparently have a song called Safe in New York City.
0: Ooh, well that, you know, that one's on the money.
1: That one. That one I get. Uh Shoot to Thrill, Shot Down in Flames. Yeah, fair. Uh TNT. Yep. Uh artist called the AdLibs Uh the boy from New York City. Was anybody actually playing the Adlibs though? I don't think so. I guess better safe uh, they than were,
0: sorry, but like, come on.
1: They were an American vocal group from Bayonne, New Jersey. All right. Uh, featuring charismatic female lead vocals with male doo-wop backing. Ooh. 1964 single, uh, The Afro-Celt System featuring Peter Gabriel, When You're Falling, uh, Alice in Chains, Down in a Hole, the Rooster. I, I don't... What's wrong with Rooster
0: you know another thing here right so this was circulating days after and I feel like most of these songs were not actually going to be played on the radio but this list kind of just brought them to mind
1: right like like for people so it's like are they the song was the song was written by Allison chain's a vocalist, Jerry Cantrell, for his father, Jerry Cantrell Sr., who served in the U.S. Army during the Vietnam War. Rooster was a childhood nickname given to Cantrell Sr. by his great-grandfather because of his perceived cocky attitude in his hair, which used to stick up on top of his head like a rooster's comb.
0: Sounds quite innocent to me. I don't
1: that experience in Vietnam changed him forever. <laughs> I don't, I don't, like, <laughs> um, sea of Sorrow, Them Bones. Okay. Alien Ant Farm, Smooth Criminal.
0: What about like, what about the original though? Is the original also on? Not on the list. Whoa, that is, that's fascinating. (laughs) That might be the most interesting choice yet, like. I think so too. Like lyrically it's identical, right? They haven't like.
1: They didn't change any lyrics. (laughs) It's the same song.
0: Boy, I mean, it there's a has... there's a loophole. If you really wanted to hear Smooth Criminal, you could just...
1: But, like, what what about Smooth Criminal? And what did Alien Ant Farm do to deserve this? That was their biggest song, which was a cover.
0: Yeah. I mean, maybe this person just didn't like Alien Ant Farm, and they just threw maybe. that in.
1: There. <laughs> maybe. You've been hit by, you've been struck by a Smooth Criminal. Yeah, I kind of get it, though. Well, th- 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 you're not calling the, the terrorists <laughs> Smooth Criminals. No. <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> no, but I'm just even, not. Not you, the royal you. Like, what is the what is the issue? Struck by? Uh, no. Okay, come on. Uh, the animals. We got to get out of this place. <sighs> I, <laughs> uh, this one. Oh man, I, I'm trying so hard not to laugh. <laughs> it's very funny. It's very funny. Uh, Louis Armstrong, "What a Wonderful World." Oh come on now. <laughs> Ugh. Uh, this one, this one is also very bizarre. The Bengals walk like an Egyptian.
0: Oh yeah, that is weird. What's, like, what's what? the deal with that? I don't I
1: don't I don't get it. Is this just like Arab phobia? I that's or like that's not even that's that's African. Yeah, so
0: maybe it's misplaced just, phobia. Uh, I mean obviously yeah, like, I mean obviously is, it's misplaced, but in terms of like even
1: Yeah, like what is that? <laughs> I don't understand. Oh man. Uh bare naked ladies falling for the first time. Is that not just a love song? It's just a love song. Fontella bass. Rescue Me. Oh, man. Beastie, beastie Boys Sabotage. <laughs> and Sure Shot, uh, The Beatles a day in the life lucy in the sky with diamonds cuz you can't talk about the sky apparently obla di obla da you can't play and ticket to ride okay uh, pat benatar hit me with your best shot and love is a battlefield black sabbath sabbath bloody sabbath and war pigs
0: so they were really they were really um foreshadowing a war here i mean this is at this moment it's not a war right right but they're they're like banning war songs i don't know
1: um Blood, Sweat, and Tears, a song called And When I Die. Uh, Blue Oyster Cult, "Burning For You, but not Fear the Reaper. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's weird. Uh, Boston, Smoking. Los Bravos, Black Is Black. I I don't, I'm not familiar. No, same. Uh, Jackson Brown, a song called Doctor My Eyes. Okay. Um, an upbeat piano riff coupled with lyrics about feeling world weary. Uh, Bush, Speed Kills, The Chi Lights, Have You Seen Her? Tula Clark, Sign of the Times, The Clash, Rock the Casbah. I don't, I don't, I don't don't get that one either. Uh, Phil Collins in the air tonight. Oh, come on. You can't can't talk about the air. (laughs) I don't. Oh, context, people, context. (laughs) Sam Cooke, Wonderful World, because the world isn't wonderful anymore, I guess, uh, Crazy World of Arthur Brown, Fire, Creedence Clearwater Revival, Travelin' Band. Well, just just wipe them out of airtime anyway. Sure, uh, the crickets. That'll be the day.
0: I don't. Oh, is that the one that? Is, that'll be the day that I die. Is that? <laughs>
1: Because that, that makes sense to me. I don't know. I'm not familiar.
0: Yeah, I'm pretty sure that
1: is. And so I think
0: they nailed that one. Okay. Um,
1: uh, the Cult, Firewoman, Bobby Darren, Mac the Knife, uh, the Dave Clark Five, Bits and Pieces. I can kind of see that. Uh, Skeeter Davis, The End of the World. Yeah. Sure. Got that one. Uh, Neil Diamond, America. Uh, Dio, Holy Diver. God. <laughs> see... This, this, <laughs> this list screams
0: to me like they had fun making it and I'm, I'm just like concerned.
1: <laughs> right. You know, this is just somebody's playlist.
0: <laughs> like someone was like, Ooh, a fun challenge at work today. You know?
1: Right. Yeah. Ugh. Uh, the doors, the ends. The Drifters on Broadway. Uh, we got a classic here, Drowning Pool Bodies, which, yeah, yeah. Oh, is that
0: the Let the Bodies Hit the Floor one? Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep,
1: yeah. Yep, mm-hmm. yep. Uh, Bob Dylan Knocking on Heaven's Door. Ah. Here's another weird one. Everclear Santa Monica. I I don't, isn't this? Oh, it's about jumping off the Santa Monica Pier. Got it. I missed that. Uh, Shelly Fabaris, Johnny Angel. Uh, filter, Hey Man, Nice Shot, which, yeah, sure. Um, Foo Fighters Learn to Fly. <laughs> that's that's like a that's like their most upbeat song Mm -hmm. a fuel bad day uh the gap band you dropped the bomb on me sure god smack bad religion not the band uh green day brain stew what's wrong with brain stew
0: don't know. Also, I think this is the most uncomfortable I've been on this podcast.
1: Yeah? Yeah. Really? <laughs> I really don't like this. We've been through a lot of...
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, this is... I mean, how long is this list? Are we, like, what, uh, like what percentage of the way are we here? We're almost done. Okay. It's interesting because, like, it, it it does get a little obscure, right? Yeah. But also, like, music is endless, right? So it's like, where do you draw the line? Because, like, is, is this literally just we could come up with as many as we could think of and, and publish it? Or, like...
1: So this was wasn't, this wasn't meant to be a public list. This was circulated to radio stations.
0: Oh, okay. All right, that makes sense. Yeah, that makes sense.
1: And it wasn't like a hard and fast rule. It was like, hey, we we think you probably shouldn't play these, mm-hmm. but like, this isn't like from the FCC or something. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, you're not gonna get in trouble if you. Yeah. It's just a guideline.
1: Yeah. Um, um, Guns N' Roses version of Knocking on Heaven's Door, which you should probably just get rid of anyway. Uh, The Happening, See you in September. Yeah. Okay. Jimi Hendrix, Hey Joe, Hermans, Hermits, Wonderful World, The Hollies, He Ain't Heavy, He's My Brother, uh, Billy Joel, Only the Good Die Young, yeah, okay, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Elton John, Benny and the Jets?
0: Really? Oh, well, Jet Lane, I
1: guess. Oh, okay, come on. <laughs> Isn't it about like a gang, like a street gang? <laughs> I believe so, yeah. Okay. Elton John Daniel and Rocket Man. Yeah, Rocket Man, fine. Judas Priest, some heads are going to roll. Kansas, dust in the wind. Carol King, I feel the earth move. Corn falling away from me.
0: It's very sad to me that Carol King and Corn are like right next to each other <laughs> on this list.
1: Uh, Lenny Kravitz, Fly Away. Uh-huh. Led Zeppelin, Stairway to Heaven. Uh, John Lennon, Imagine. I feel like they played the shit out of that.
0: Yeah, nobody followed
1: that one. In the aftermath, yeah. Uh, Jerry Lee Lewis, Great Balls of Fire. Limp Biscuit, Break Stuff. Mm. Podcast favorite. <laughs> like, come on. <laughs> you have Fred talking about, like, smashing a table or whatever. <laughs> Uh, local h bound for the floor leonard skinner tuesday's gone johnny maestro and the brooklyn bridge worst that could happen
0: well yeah see some of these they really nail um yeah there's there's some no-brainers on this one Uh
1: uh-huh martha and the vandellas dancing in the street and nowhere to run uh (laughs) did dave matthew's band crash into me oh man crash Uh, Paul McCartney and Wings, Live and Let Die, Barry Maguire. I don't know who the fuck that is. It's Barry Maguire. I, I know Jerry. Uh, Eve of Destruction. Uh, Don McLean, American Pie, Uh, Megadeth, Dread and the Fugitive Mind and Sweating Bullets, John Mellencamp, Crumbling Down. I would like to think
0: that Barry McGuire is somebody of one of the people who came up with this list and they snuck him in there because they knew this was being circulated to radio stations just to give a little publicity to him, you know? It's like hey look at this Barry Maguire. He's on the same list as uh you know Guns and Roses
1: and 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 you know John Lennon, right? He would pioneer as a singer-songwriter of contemporary Christian music. There you go. Barry Maguire? Yeah, apparently. Oh. Uh Metallica enter Sandman, Fade to Black, Harvester of Sorrow, Seek and Destroy. Their <laughs> <Your> entire catalog. <laughs> yeah, I was just going to say like what Metallica song would be okay? I'm surprised one isn't on here for God's sake. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um steve miller band jet airliner (laughs) yeah okay alanis morissette ironic i don't understand that one at all yeah what it's like ten thousand spoons when all you need is a knife what i don't know i mean i really dislike that song oh god come on you gotta love gotta love alanis morissette yep not that song Uh, all right fine uh mudvane death blooms ricky nelson traveling man uh nana 99 love balloons Sure. Nine Inch Nails, Head Like a Hole, uh, Oingo Boingo, Dead Man's Party, Ozzy Osbourne, Suicide Solution, Paper Lace, The Night Chicago Died, uh, John Parr, St. Elmo's Fire.
0: Somebody totally made a Spotify playlist of all these, right? Oh,
1: yeah, for sure. Uh, Peter and Gordon, I Go to Pieces and A World Without Love. Peter, Paul, and Mary, Blowing in the Wind and Leaving on a Jet Plane. Uh, Tom Petty, Free Falling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Pink Floyd, Mother, and Run Like Hell. Uh, P.O.D., Boom. (laughs) Oh, God. (laughs) Uh, Elvis Presley, You're the Devil in Disguise. The Pretenders, My City Was Gone. Uh, Queen, Another One Bites the Dust and Killer Queen. Uh, Rage Against the Machine, It Just Says All (laughs) songs. No, it doesn't. Yes, it does. Does it really? It says all songs.
0: That's incredible.
1: It says all songs.
0: That's the highlight. That and the um, Alien Ant Farm are the two highlights of this. That's just incredible.
1: It says all songs. You want to talk about a vendetta?
0: Yeah, that's just censorship at that point.
1: Holy shit. Uh, Red Hot Chili Peppers, Aeroplane, and Under the Bridge. Yeah. Uh, REM, It's the End of the World as We Know It. Yeah, yeah. Uh, The Rolling Stones, Ruby Tuesday. Mitch Ryder and the Detroit Wheels, the devil with a blue dress on. (laughs) Uh, saliva, Click Click Boom Santana, Evil Ways
0: No, oh, Don't get me started about Santana recently yeah, My goodness I know, I know,
1: yeah What an asshole Okay, sorry, keep going You know, his good friend his good, Stop <laughs> His good friend Dave Chappelle Stop uh, Savage Garden, Crash and Burn Simon and Garfunkel, your favorite Bridge Over Troubled Water uh, Frank Sinatra, <laughs> New York, New York
0: They definitely played that everywhere. (laughs) They did. That was the national anthem after nine eleven.
1: I feel like Giuliani was like up there singing it, you know? Like It was
0: every sporting event for the next year.
1: Oh, my God. Uh, Slipknot, Left Behind, and Wait and Bleed. Uh, Smashing Pumpkins, Bullet with Butterfly Wings. Despite all my rage, I'm still just a rat in a cage.
0: You can't be angry. You can't have any emotion whatsoever.
1: Uh, Soundgarden, Black Hole Sun, uh, Blow Up the Outside World. (laughs) (laughs) Well... Fell on Black Days, Uh, Bruce Springsteen, I'm going down, I'm on fire, (laughs) Uh, War, Edwin Starr, War, Steam, Nana, Hey, Hey, Kiss Him, Goodbye, Cat Stevens, Morning Has Broken, Peace Train, Stone Temple Pilots, Big Bang Baby, Dead and Bloated, Uh, Sugar Ray, Fly, The Surfaris, Wipeout, System of a Down, Chop Suey, Talking Heads, Burning Down the House, James Taylor, Fire and Rain, Temple of the Dogs, uh, Temple of the Dogs, sorry, Say Hello to Heaven, Third Eye Blind Jumper, The Three Degrees, When I See You Again, Tool Intolerance, The Tramps, Disco, and <laughs> 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 You Two, Sunday, Bloody Sunday, Van Halen Jump, <laughs> and Dancing in the Street, uh, J. Frank Wilson in The Cavaliers, Last Kiss. The young Bloods get together, uh, Zager and Evans in the year 2525. <laughs> that song is so ridiculous. <laughs> in the year 2525, will people still be alive? Is the lyric.
0: Oh my goodness!
1: Uh, in the zombies, she's not there.
0: Oh man. I'm glad you had a good time.
1: I just think it's fascinating. It is. It's, it's,
0: it's insight into, I guess, the mindset then, you know? Yeah. Just the immediate reaction. Um, it is very interesting.
1: I just like that, you know, like, sure, the stuff about fire and bombs and buildings falling down or whatever, or suicide. Fine, fine, fine. But also, yeah, we can't have anything happy.
0: Mm-hmm. You can't talk Nothing about the sky happy. or the air. Yeah.
1: <laughs> uh... And then, yeah, it it says, um, including a single single suggestion for each of Rage Against the Machine's entire catalog at the time, 49 songs. (laughs) Uh, Only certain covers were included on the list. For example, the cover of Smooth Criminal by Alien Ant Farm is on the list, while original Michael Jackson recording is not.
0: Okay, so I'm glad they pointed that out because that was a (laughs) very glaring omission.
1: Similarly, Martha and the Vandellas' original version of Dancing in the Street and Van Halen's cover are included, but David Bowie and Mick Jagger's cover is not. <laughs> just just wild stuff. Hey, speaking okay. of
0: covers, um, I've, mm-hmm. I've been really enjoying uh, this TikToker, and and I'm going to get the name wrong, but David uh, Field de Mamone, um, mm. just mm-hmm. really... Uh, Man, how do I describe this guy? Um, he just, he sings covers. He has a very professional audio setup. And he just, it's A for effort, really, is what I would say. Um, I don't know. I think he, he can speak for himself. This is, uh, I forget which song this is that I chose here. Um, but it'll be instantly recognizable, I'm sure.
2: At first I was afraid. I was petrified. can King could never leave without you by my side. To spend too many nights. In your we want, and they go strong And, and now to get along back From outer space i just walking to find you here Without a look upon your face I told a nice laugh I know love made you look gay I don't know what can say to so you I'm back to bother of me I don't know For Just the call you You feel I know I I to I I stay alive I got me I to leave I got me I to keep I need I
1: survive Oh not the head banging okay Um, (laughs) It's impressive, especially because
0: I believe now I'm not I'm not certain of this, but I believe Mm -hmm. it's multilingual. This cover Um, (laughs) is it now? I think so. I think I think um, it's it's mostly in I want to say French, but and then you've got some of the original English lyrics there.
1: The first comment up here uh, Uh with 16.5 thousand likes Uh is great job, David. Those were almost words. Okay, thumbs up emoji. (laughs) I was going to say he enunciates about as well as modern-day uh, Taking Back Sunday.
0: Ah, there so. you go. Yeah. Maybe he can cover Taking Back Sunday someday, if that's a, a recommendation, a yeah, yeah, suggestion, yeah. request.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> speaking of
0: covers, we have uh, AI Gary the Snail doing
1: Landslide. Okay. Have you... How deep into the SpongeBob AI's AI covers have you gotten?
0: I, I imagine I'm only surface level. Um, okay. I, yeah. I don't know if okay. I want to get any further than that.
1: So I could give, uh, we'll play this. I, I can give you the rundown. Um <laughs>
0: Can just, can I just say, um, mm-hmm. I want to clarify something. Yeah. When I made these selections, uh-huh. I did not know we would spend 20 minutes talking about 9-11 which immediately well, beforehand.
1: Well, whose fault is that? Not mine, because you restructured you the mean? show. Okay, well, <laughs> <laughs> well, um, yeah, so there's a whole world of Spongebob AI covers, uh-huh. and they sort of break down into a few... Uh, stylistic variants. Okay. Where Mr. Krabs C- handles a lot of the rap. Um, Squidward does a lot of the emo stuff. Mm,
0: I've heard those, yeah.
1: Uh Plankton does the new metal, and SpongeBob can just kind of do whatever. He's versatile like that.
0: See, I only like Gary the Snap.
1: Yeah, really? Yeah. I can get into some Plankton. Plankton can kind of he has the he has the voice for it. Okay. Um I just
0: feel I feel the emotion with Gary.
1: I think you might feel it with Plankton. Okay. So this is plankton. Uh what's a good one? There's 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 really a lot. Um here's the pot from Tool.
3: <laughs> Who are you to wave your finger? You must have been out your <laughs> hand. I hold deep in muddy waters, you practically rain.
1: It's so good. <laughs> <am a friend. laughs> All right, that's just a good instrumental. I'm telling like, you, yeah. um, so freaking good. <laughs> it's really good. It's really good. So Plankton really handles like the metal and the new metal shit. Oh my God. Like it just fits because it like in the show, he has like a lot of that screamy. Yeah. Like, energy it just fits perfectly already it's it's plug and play
0: oh my god i'm like losing my mind over here
1: yeah no no, it's 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 like really (laughs) yeah um let's see hold on mr krabs what is a good one is there any drake there might be 50 cent
0: i don't know how you think that's like
1: actually you know what uh hmm i could i could see if there's drake I don't know. He might not have the, cover, uh, the the voice for that.
0: Okay. Yeah, that's true. It's very particular style. Um,
1: is Energy a Drake song? I, um, Maybe. This one only has 191 views. I don't know about that one. Okay. <laughs> one Dance, is that Drake song. Headlines?
0: Yeah, One Dance is a Drake song. Okay. <gasps> Baby, I like
1: so. This is just going to get claimed. It is, yeah.
3: Crips on your ways, front way, back way. You know that I don't play. Street's not safe, but I never run away. Even when I'm away. O-T, O-T, there's never much love on the go-t. I pray to make it back in one piece. I pray, I pray. That's why I need a witness. Got a Hennessy in my hand. One more time, I go. I, I was my hold on me no. doesn't yeah, have the no. Drake
0: voice you were right about that no mm. um way too like like gritty for for Drake mm-hmm. yeah too rough
1: I'm very curious about 50 cent though
0: okay go go go
3: go 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 shout. It's sugar. Yeah, there we day. go. <laughs> we go party like it's sugar. there we go sip a cardin like it's sugar. Day. And you know we don't give up cause that's your birthday. You'll find me in the club. I full of bull, mama. I got what you need. If you need the fiver balls, I'm in the having sex, I ain't in the making low. So come give me a hug, get in getting rough. You can find me in the club. I do full of bull, mama. I got what you need if you need the fim balls. I'm in the having sex, I ain't in the making love. So come give me a hug, get in again, It's just,
0: it's a little tough having this follow, immediately follow Plankton, just leaving it all on the stage, you know?
1: Oh, sure. Yeah, sure. Yeah, no, Plankton is like, yeah, it fits too well.
0: Although, can we just take a quick uh just while we're here in the rap uh-huh. in the rap scene? Uh-huh. <laughs> Cuz I think I guess that's where we are. Sure. Um, I don't
1: know where the fuck we are anymore. Can
0: you can you explain to me what's going on over in Baltimore? Just
1: just I don't I don't know. Okay, I don't know let's, I can, let's see.
0: Yeah,
4: um bang a a bang bang on a bit a on a hit a bit a bang, bang on a whip a bit a on a bit a bang
1: um, you said Baltimore? The,
0: uh, it was a surpri- surprise to me as well. Um, that is where this artist presides. I, I don't say that confidently. Because I, I uh-huh. don't laugh.
1: Yeah, uh-huh. That, that was like, almost like Minecraft noises. Like, <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck was that? Um,
0: I, I actually should have gotten the original. This was, um, I don't know the artist's name. Hold on. Uh-huh. I don't know how to Google it. <laughs> <laughs> I do not know how to Google that because I don't have like a concrete word to pull from, <laughs> you know, let me play it again Maybe
4: it'll help um,
1: Something on the pepper and then on the whipper, mm. is it? Is it being played in reverse? Um. Okay. Hold on. Tang
0: Tang. <laughs> <laughs> See, this is what happens when you don't do your proper research. Uh
1: huh. <laughs> the second comment here says tune Tang Tugalugan."
0: Yeah. So the tag so... of Tang Tang Tugaluki uh-huh. on TikTok has forty-six million views. <laughs> I
1: don't. I don't believe this website's real. I.
0: You know what? I'll 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 look around. I'll see what's going on. Uh huh. Uh um, uh-huh.
4: I'm getting a one more time. There's one a song. Okay.
0: Something I can say though is that it's catchy as hell. Like that'll just get that'll just ingrain itself in your head if you listen to it enough time
1: bro making it out the fallopian tubes with this
0: Mm, mm -hmm. um
1: why is one of the like i don't know if it's a tag or like a suggestion below the video how to cook an egg
0: is that that's one of the tags for this one
1: it says baltimore bro football how to cook an egg react reaction reacts Red door, yellow door, workout.
0: That's just SEO, I think. Okay.
1: Like I can click on it. Mm-hmm. Like how to cook an egg.
0: Oh, I'm sure you can. I mean, there's plenty of. And
1: sure, there's, yeah, there's yeah. 392 million views. Yeah. <laughs> how to cook an egg. But they go back to yeah. yeah, Okay. Yeah. Uh I yeah, I don't know what goes on on this website.
0: Yeah, like I was telling you the other day, um every time I open up my For You page now, the first two videos are just purely in Russian. Yeah. And then once I get past that, it's like my regular programming. I don't know why that's happening or how.
1: Is this is this included in the regular programming? What do you mean? But
0: they go bang, a- that. Oh yeah, no, no, that's that's my shit. Like that's okay, yeah, no, yeah. that's my usual. That does not phase me whatsoever. It's just the the random Russian videos that don't seem to have any connection to one another, other than just being in the Russian language. Right? No, I'm on you know Miles TikTok. Of course, I'm going to get this Baltz stuff. Yeah, there's sure. Yeah. It's, it's it's a very yeah. short <laughs> A to B to get there. You know?
1: Yeah. Um. Can I play another Plankton?
0: Uh. Yeah. Oh, absolutely.
1: Okay. <laughs> I don't even care if it gets claimed anymore. It's whatever.
3: Every time we lie awake After every hit we take works too well.
0: Yeah, I, I just the whole yeah. time I was waiting for that chorus and did not disappoint. Yep. Did not yep. disappoint. Yep.
1: <laughs> okay. Oh shit. Oh man. <laughs> yeah, for a solid week that was sort of my YouTube. Uh, yeah, I think the best SpongeBob Squidward one was their duet of Helena. Oh yeah, I've heard this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, that one's very good. I thought that I sent, sent you. Good.
0: I thought I sent you an MCR. Was it not this one? I don't, I
1: don't even know.
3: Oh, uh, i Just like the tied to get in again. We are so far from you. <laughs> on, just Oh, like my. <laughs> <to wait> <laughs> <the laughs> <the base, laughs> Squidward just
1: has that like Gerard way he does like desperation
0: and Spongebob is like a perfect harmonizer you know
2: yeah
1: Okay, we get it. (laughs) Uh, I think think the thing with SpongeBob is that, like, there's just so much Tom Kenny, like, vocal data out there of him just, like, saying so much shit Mm -hmm. that you can just kind of mold him into doing whatever. You can make SpongeBob say whatever the fuck you want him to say Mm -hmm. and make him sing whatever you want him to say. And I think it's actually, like, because there's actually, like, SpongeBob songs already out there. Yes. So I think there's just, like, enough data for it to just work with whatever. Whereas the other ones, like, have to fit a specific mold. It's quite fascinating.
0: Very versatile, that SpongeBob SquarePants.
1: Hey, this is Editor Bill coming in here at the end. Uh, Sorry there's not really a graceful sort of exit, but uh, I split the episodes not in half, but just in two parts because that's just the way it worked out with the schedule and the, the way the recording went. But we didn't necessarily plan for that, so there's no real nice, clean... Uh, intro outro for the splitting of it so I'm just kind of doing that right now so <laughs> bear with me for a second uh, thank you for listening really do appreciate it you could follow us everywhere social media is a hellscape blah 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 whatever uh, check out the YouTube for full clips segment breakouts full episodes all that good shit uh, remember that we're doing book club so check out yellow face uh, you can find the bookshop link in the description if you want to pick up the book at an independent retailer near you That'd be really cool if you want to read along. Uh, I think that's it. Yeah, uh, video at deadendroad.co if you want to send us an email. And yeah, that's it. Thank you for listening. We will see you in the next one, which is the rest of this recording that uh, got split up. So yeah, see you in the next one. Bye.